Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the One Visit Away podcast. This one's pretty cool. Happened spur of the moment. Um, Our guest today, Jennifer Yin, is one of my students in Major Gift Millions. She was actually one of the uh, founding members. And I just called her um, this week just to kind of check in, see how things were going. And uh, yeah, she was telling me, you know, we were going over some advice kind of stuff in a couple situations. And then she was like, but I got this really cool visit I want to tell you about. And I was like, hey, uh, instead of, I was like, are you in front of your computer? Because uh, if you are, instead of telling about telling me about it right now, how about I send you the link, we jump on and record this thing as a podcast uh, so I can give my live reaction. And uh, so that's what we did. We hopped on and did a real quick podcast. Uh, it's a great story. I love Jennifer's uh, just, you know, attitude of just going for it and getting a visit scheduled and uh, having great success. So way to go, Jennifer. By the way, um, I am starting a new thing on this podcast. You know, I, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to a podcast um, on the Ramsey Network, and I was thinking about you know on, on Dave Ramsey's show, people call in all the time with you know financial situations, and sometimes they're things that people are kind of embarrassed about that they might not, uh, you know, if they were to say like, oh, I'm. Bob that, uh, you know, and if they were to like reveal their identity, maybe they wouldn't call into the show. You know, if somebody's, uh, going through a rough financial situation, they might not want everybody to know about what's actually going on. The anonymity, I think leads to people sharing a little bit more. And it made me realize there's probably a lot of people who are working in major gifts that would want help in some way, but they feel like if they were to say, hey, I'm struggling in this particular area, I'm not having a lot of success here, I don't really know how to move forward, um, they're worried if they say that, it could lead to, I don't know, uh, just negative perceptions at their work, or maybe they wouldn't be perceived as successful out in the public, who knows. So I wanted to give people the opportunity to come on this show and ask me questions, ask me for help in a particular area you're uh, needing some assistance or guidance or just some encouragement in. And so uh, I'm going to do a new uh, a new thing on the show where I'll basically just have people come on. I won't tell anybody who you are. You won't say your name. You won't say who you work for. You don't have to say what country you're even in. And we will just uh, go over whatever you want to talk about. I'll do these as like 30-minute slots at the most. And I've actually got my first one scheduled coming up. So if you're interested, if you want to be anonymous on the show and you and I can just talk about whatever you're going through, it will hopefully greatly benefit you, but it'll definitely help a lot of people who are listening to this podcast who are in a similar situation. So uh, send me an email, uh, kevin at onevisitaway.com and let me know if you'd like to be on the show and what you'd want to talk about. So thanks so much. Uh, Feel free to send me an email and enjoy this great conversation with Jennifer Yin. Well, welcome to the One Visit Away podcast, Jennifer. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. So this is the first ever, we were just on the phone 12 seconds ago and you were were telling me that uh, 
you had an exciting story of a visit to share. And I said, let's just record it right now. So we're going to record for like 10 minutes and uh, see what we get. But before we do that, if you could real quick, just tell everybody who you are and what you do. Sure. So my name is Jennifer Yin, and I'm the director of donor relations for a small faith-based nonprofit called Water at Work Ministry. We're based in Atlanta, but we work primarily overseas in the Dominican Republic. So we partner with local churches and orphanages there to help them establish um, clean water businesses to serve the needs of their poor populations. That's awesome. So if you could, let's just jump right in. Tell me about the visit. Okay. So I've been going through your um, course. Um, So a little plug for you. Thank you for that. It's lots of good um, nuggets of information and practical advice and really just kind of building up my confidence in my toolkit. So I'm I'm pretty new to this role um, of meeting with major donors. Um, So the first thing I did was I reached out to a former board member um, who gives pretty regularly, but hasn't been very involved recently. So I just shot him a message and I was like, hey, you know, let's get together for lunch. Um, The intention was not necessarily to make an ask, um, but just to see if we can get him a little bit more involved. So we had a great lunch. And at the end, he asked me the question that I love is, how can I help? So I said, you know, I think one of the things I would love your help with is networking. So if you can think of maybe five people in your life, friends, colleagues, whatever, who might be well aligned with our mission, I would love for you to give me a warm introduction um, because I can't ask people to help our cause if I don't have those people in the pipeline. So that's kind of where I'm starting is like zero pipeline, right? Um So he was really eager. I think he thought I was going to ask him for a lot of money, which I didn't. So I think he was excited about that non-money ask. And he was like, yeah, I can totally do that for you. I've got some guys in mind. So um, a big piece of that was following up with him because he's a busy executive type. He was also going through some medical stuff. So it literally took months of me just being persistent with him and saying, hey, have you you know reached out to any of those people in your contact list yet? Um, and slowly, one by one, he would give me the names and contact information and he'd be like, OK, so, you know, my friend Bob, you like to use the name Bob. Uh, my friend Bob, um, I told him about you and he's willing to meet with you. Great. I, I would take it from there. I'd reach out to Bob and I said, Bob, you know, Charlie told me he mentioned um, our organization to you. You might be interested. Um, let's can we meet for lunch? And so this particular Bob in question, I was super nervous about because, as I mentioned earlier, we are a faith-based organization. Specifically, we're a Christian organization. And Charlie had told me that Bob is Jewish. And I said, well, that might be (laughs) an alignment, right? Um, But Charlie said, but Bob is very generous. He loves philanthropy. He's got good capacity, recently retired, um, and, you know, likes to give to all sorts of organizations. So just go into it knowing that, yes, he's Jewish, but just let's see where it goes. So I'm sitting there in the Panera and I'm like so nervous because Bob is about to walk in and I just don't, I I feel like the issue of, you know, our different face is going to come up. 
So we chit chat for a little bit. And um, usually I'm the one that pivots the conversation from general chit chat to talking about the mission and work. Yeah. Right? Well, he beats me to the punch and he says, okay, so Jennifer, let's talk about the elephant in the room. You know, I'm Jewish, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Bob, uh, Charlie mentioned that to me and I have a hundred percent respect for your faith tradition. Um, but obviously you agreed to meet with me knowing that we're a Christian organization. So what kind of questions do you have for me? Yeah. And it was very open and frank. You know, he asked me some very difficult questions, um, uh, about why we, you know, position the way we do. But after we kind of got over that hurdle, he said, you know, I think I can live with the fact that you guys, you know, are a Christian organization um, because I like the work that you do. And then um, he's a guy in the finance world. So he started, not surprisingly, asking me a lot of questions about our budget and how you know, we're scaling and, you know, technical questions. Um, but I was not, you know, per your advice, you usually say the first meeting is to get to know the person and build that relationship and not really make a monetary ask. So I was not going to make him an ask. I did not have a number in my head. I was really just, you know, gathering the data. Um, and honestly, I thought because of the misalignment of, of faith and because that's a big part of what we do, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. But at the end of the conversation, he said, so what are your needs right now financially? <laughs> So I, I told him, I said, you know, we're, we have our big annual campaign coming up in September. Um, we really like to try to do a 100% match um, for that campaign. But right now, we only have one major donor who is um, offering a 50% match if in trying to find some people to fill in the rest of the 50%. And our total goal is like $100,000. And he pauses for a second. He goes, all right, well, put me down for 25 you know, 25%. And I just about fall over. You know, we're a small organization, um, 100,000, 25,000. That is a lot. You know, our annual budget is about half a million. So we're talking, this is a lot of money for us. Um, and I was speechless. And then after that, it gets better. And I, I said, thank you so much. That's incredible. Um, and he said, and, you know, I might be interested in going down to the Dominican Republic um, with you sir, and looking at you know, your sites, um, seeing the work and possibly fully funding one of your water sites. Um, over a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So I was like, this Jewish man <laughs> comes to me and basically is just offering money. And I, I'm floored. I feel like that visit taught me so much. It was very humbling, first of all, because I felt like going into it, I had my preconceived notions that it wouldn't, right. it wouldn't align because of what I knew about him already. And I felt like it was kind of a spiritual lesson. Um, yeah. you know, God was kind of showing me he can use anybody to do the work that he wants to do. And I'm kind of just meant to be obedient and be along for the ride and sometimes you get these really awesome surprises, right? Um, so we have a follow-up meeting uh, with this particular donor soon. And I'm bringing in, because he had some technical questions um, about the water technology that I'm not as well as well versed in. And I said, you know, if you're willing to invest this much, I want you to really feel comfortable about 
we do, how we do it, and have all of your answer, you know, questions answered. So let me bring in my executive director at our next meeting, if you'd like. And he was all over that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go for that second meeting and who knows what will happen. Wow. That is amazing. So cool. So I know we've only got a few minutes here left before we're out of time, but that is an amazing story. A couple things I'll highlight uh, for, you know, everybody's benefit of listening is first off, just, you know, way to go in getting the, you know, following up with the first guy, getting the referrals, getting the visit. And then that's the thing is, you know, so many times we say no for our donors for so many different reasons. And this is a, this is a great example. And you just never know until we're in front of the donor, you know, what they're going to want to do, how they're going to think about it. So, all around, yeah, this is an A-plus visit for so many reasons. And, yeah, good for you for just, you know, getting after it. And especially, yeah, like you said, you know, you're pretty new to this and still figuring it out. And it's like so many times we will, you know, come up. We'll say no for the donor, but we'll also say no for ourselves. And we're just like, well, I can't do that. But it's like now you're a person who closes $25,000 gifts and is on the way to, you know, six figures. And it's all because you just said, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do it. And I think, um, I don't remember who said it, but be pleasantly persistent. Yeah. Whoever I heard that from, I'm like, that's my mantra now, you know, is you have to be pleasantly persistent. And I get that from your course too. Is like, you mm. have to remind people, ask people over and over again, because people are busy. It doesn't mean they don't want to. But if you give up after the second time you've asked for a meeting, you've given up way too early. So that's a huge takeaway from you. Mm. Um, and the other thing is those those referrals, those warm introductions. I mean, this donor told me, he was like, the only reason I'm sitting down with you is because Charlie right. asked me to. And right. I have been friends with him for 25 years. Mm. I trust him implicitly. If he believes in what you do, then, you know, I believe in what you do. So it's right. huge. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. And that's another thing I'll say is sometimes when we're raising money or in like, you know, my role now as a consultant, one of the things we can struggle with is like, well, why would someone choose me? Like, why would someone give to water at work versus some other ministry that like probably is as good or better? You know, or like, why would someone choose me as a consultant when there's probably somebody else as good or better? And one of the things I remind myself of, as well as other people who are getting started, is it's not you or someone better. It's you or nothing. Because if Bob wouldn't have visited with you, it's not like it's not like he's meeting with hundreds of organizations, you know, building wells like he met with you like you're and so there's so much of you know we can't compare ourselves to this imaginary perfect organization it's like being the one that's in front of someone is really important and so that's that's just awesome and way to go well thanks and thanks for all your coaching yeah this is fantastic i'll let you run jennifer any uh real quick uh things you want to plug or uh I mean, I think just the reminder to everyone who does this for a living, you know, remember why you're doing it. And when you start getting discouraged, go meet with your beneficiaries, go back to the core of why you're doing what you're doing. Cause I would, I would say that most of us 
are doing this because we truly believe in the mission. It's not the paycheck. We could be doing something more glamorous. Um, And so just keep fighting the good fight. And when you're asking for money, when you feel nervous, picture those beneficiaries, remind yourself of, of why you're in front of these people. um, And that'll give you the boldness that you need. Wow. Epic. Well, thanks so much, Jennifer. We'll, uh, we're going to talk again soon and look forward to getting you on for a full episode at some point, but, uh, thanks so much. Talk soon. That was Jennifer Yin with Water at Work Ministry. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, I probably already said this by now, but if you haven't registered, go check out my uh, latest webinar happening Thursday, September 1st at noon Eastern time. It is on how to get out and stay out of a major gift slump. I'll leave the link to register for that free webinar in the description of this episode. And I hope you're able to join. As always, I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from closing a $25,000 gift for your organization.